hey everybody welcome to all rose no thorns podcast i am bailey also known as books and better health on instagram and this is my husband fletcher also known as panhammer 64 on twitter and twitch what's going on and this is our dog willie batch nation's um, beloved german shepherd border collie mix he's going to be joining us for uh, all of these recording sessions so we are just starting this podcast because i um unironically now love bachelor bachelorette when i first started watching it it was to make fun of it i will admit and then it just sucked me in and now now i'm kind of addicted so i'm gonna make him watch this season katie's season with me and maybe we'll convert him i feel like um we should start with a fun fact about ourselves so you go first okay um i dyed my hair pink yesterday that's true she did uh fun fact about me is uh i love warhammer 40k so Probably nobody watching this is going to know what that is, but hey, that's it's part of the premise. That. <laughs> All right, so we just watched the first episode of Katie's season. We're just going to kind of break it down, share our thoughts, our opinions, uh, maybe some predictions of who we think will make it further along in the season. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, the like, I, don't even, I don't even know where to begin. Like, the premise is just weird to me. You're like, you, you have this woman... Who is she's she's been on The Bachelor before, right? She was on right. Katie was on Matt season, the last season uh, that aired. And Matt was the one where like that guy Chris Harrison, like he had to leave, right? Yes, not because of Matt, but because of someone on Matt season. That's correct. Okay, so that was that because I remember like that being like a thing, but that's all I remember. But so she's from that season. So why did they pick her? Like, what's the criteria? Like, did they like 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 throw up a dartboard and then like? throw a dart and just land it on her like how did they pick her how do we get to that point like do you know they play spin the bottle and see who the bottle lands on okay that's fair no so katie i th- i think the reason i'm glad they picked her because i loved her on matt season she was definitely um i think a fan favorite i know she raised some controversy she showed up night one to matt season uh she made a joke about a vibrator so that kind of oh yes. i remember that because that went on that went viral on twitter yes that girl but okay. then throughout the season she was really great because she wasn't involved in the drama and when some girls started drama she went to matt and she didn't drop any names she didn't give details she just said hey there's a lot of stuff happening in the house you you need to say something about it and you know she got a lot of hate for that but i think she handled it really well and i i think she's been very mature as far as we've seen her in the public eye so i'm really excited to see how the season goes because i think she's going to be different than some of the other bachelorettes we've had who was the bachelorette before her because i've watched a couple episodes of that with you so before her we had well it was a weird season because claire crawley started right there was the chick that like she met the dude and then she was like i'm done i'm at yeah after like three episodes or something but then taisha came in taisha yeah okay she was really cool yes i right. love taisha too and taisha is actually one of the two who are replacing chris harrison as host this season yeah okay okay yeah no taisha seemed really cool the entire time so like this whole this whole premise is like you have this one person and everybody's gonna date them that's weird to me because i feel like even if i was in that situation you know thinking with my man brain i'm like oh yeah cool but also at the same time like that's really complicated like like how do you how do you even like vet that how do you even get through that it, it seems like it seems like it would be more stressed than it's worth honestly i mean i opinion. think i would be more stressed than anything i know i couldn't be in that kind of situation and obviously the reason they do it is like uh, it's good television and the editing team i know i know very very little about editing like very little but i can just tell like this team like they are they i hope that they're paid a lot cuz they put on a lot of work on these shows like it's crazy so like my my first thought going in looking at it was like 
a lot of these guys seem pretty normal. I feel like in past seasons, there's been guys that are like really bombastic from what you've told me, from what I've saw in a couple episodes, like there's like a bunch of, you know, big energy and, and drama from the start or like really annoying people from the start, people that you could tell like editors were like picking in the editing room after it was shot and being like, Hey, let's single in on him a little bit. Let's single in on her a little bit. But I felt like everybody was pretty normal. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think they're pretty normal too. There weren't any really crazy entrances. I mean, there were some weird ones, which we'll, which we'll touch on definitely. Um, but I, I feel like they were a pretty normal group and, and there were none. I mean, there were a couple that I, I saw and I was like, don't think I'm going to like them too much, but there, there wasn't anyone that I saw night one. And I was just like, yep, that's, that's going to be the villain. Yeah. There was nobody that was like the villain. Yeah. Like there was even that one point I have it in my notes. Like there was that one point where they just, there, there is something completely going on on screen, completely different going on on screen. And then all of a sudden it just cuts those two guys and that one guy's like, man, I never liked you. I don't like you at all. And I don't have to apologize for not liking you. And the other guy is like, well, that's your problem because you don't like me. And then he goes into the room and I was like, whoa, what's going on? This is, oh, this is crazy. And they cut to Greg and it was like my favorite part. Like they cut to Greg and Greg, Greg is just like, this is, this is not good. Like <laughs> it was very much like a, it was like a gym looking at the camera, kind of the office moment is what I felt like it was. So it was it, it was weird, but I, I like I felt like that was so forced. I feel like maybe the film crew went in and was like, hey, dude, here is 20 bucks. Just just say you don't like this guy. That's it. Just say you don't like it. It's just for the show. Katie's not going to know. It's not going to cause any problems for you guys. Just go in and do it. Because that's what I felt like that whole scene was. Did you? Did yeah, I felt the same way. It was, And I know that the, I don't remember who the guy was. Don't know him yet. Remember his name. He was yelling at Cody, the guy with the sex doll, Cody. Um and he didn't, yeah, he didn't give a reason for why he didn't like him, which usually no. when there's drama, I feel like they, there's a more natural, hey, I need to talk to you. This is why I don't like you. But yeah, it was very random, very, it did seem forced because we didn't have. No, it was, it was super forced. It was super unnatural. And like the fact, the thing that made it the most unnatural to me was when he said, I never liked you. You've known each other for maybe 20 minutes. Maybe they saw each other during the two weeks they had to quarantine, but probably not. So they probably don't know each other at all. So it was just weird. That's what that was like the biggest sign that it was forced to me. So, but other than that, like it seems super tame. Like you have your people that get out of the car and they're like, they do a, a gimmick, but they do the gimmick. Correct me if I'm wrong. They do a gimmick because like the, 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 what's it? The, 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 the first, the first eye rose, the, like the eye, like the, the rose of like the first, yeah, the first impression rose. You want that, apparently. Like, everybody was really nervous about that, or at least they edited to make it like it was a really big deal. But then everybody at the end of the night, not everybody, but people at the end of the night get roses, too. So what was the big deal about the first impression, Rose? Yeah, so the first impression, Rose, usually, and I think I think Tasha, Tasha's season was the first one in a while where this didn't happen. But um, the past few Bachelorettes, the guy who got the first impression, Rose, ended up winning. Um, now, really? yes, now that hasn't always worked out because as we know, Hannah Brown and Jed, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, um, yeah. didn't work. So, but it's a, it's a really big deal because it shows like, Hey, she definitely knows who I am amongst all these guys. And also the rose ceremony takes a very long time to film. And that just lets you be nervous for less long. I, I, I want to be there in the filming process. I don't want to be a part of the show. But I want to be present during the filming process because it has to be 
just crazy. It has to be nerve wracking, like to be able to like get all that footage and then in the editing bay, like figuring it all out and putting that all. It has to be so insane. Like that's probably the most entertaining thing about it to me is thinking, seeing different shots and different people interacting. And I'm like, that's that's multiple different cameras. That's multiple different cameramen. That's that's. I wonder what the shots were called. I wonder what the premise was, what their focus was. And I, I'm nerding out, but it's just very interesting to me. But we should talk about we should talk about the guys that we got first impressions on, right? Yeah, the guys that we well first before we get into those, I just want to point out I don't I don't think you saw the first episode of Claire slash Tasha season, but it's so about the chick that left. Yeah, the know? chick that left. Yeah. It's so funny. You know, there's a lot of conspiracy about how none of production liked her. They wanted her off. Um, and I, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's so funny to see the kind of crappy little room that they put Claire in and then to see this, like, massive suite that they gave Katie at the resort. They put her in, like, a, like a, like a dorm room. I mean, it wasn't a dorm because it was a hotel, and I'm sure it's, it's, like, a suite, but, like, it's the kind of suite that you and I would, like, you know, splurge on if we're going out of town for a yeah. weekend with, like, a, you know, it wasn't anything special. But then last season with Matt and this season with Katie, like, it's a whole freaking apartment in there. Think they knew that she was just going to, like, dip? Maybe. I don't know. But definitely saw that, based on the room, production likes Katie, I would say. Yeah. That's crazy. So... There's that, and then what is a, what was the first person that was like a red like Was anybody a red flag for you? Mm. Looking at my notes, so two, two guys, and I, I'm not, because after we met them on night one, I think I like them, but Carl and Greg both talked about how their brothers and sisters have a lot of kids, and they love their nieces and nephews, and sometimes that can be a little weird when you have someone who's all like, oh, I'm the fun uncle. My nieces and nephews love me. Da, 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 da. You mean like the, like the person that's like just desperate for kids because everyone else around them has them? Yes, exactly. Like the, the, the youngest of the homeschool family where there's like 80 kids in the family total at this point, And it's like the last one. It's like there's a ton of pressure on him to like provide another offspring for their lineage or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't – and I definitely – I didn't get that vibe from Carl and Greg after we met them on night one, but definitely something I'm going to keep an eye out on. Um, another red flag I had was, what was his name? Was it Mike, the guy who owned the gym? Yeah, Mike, the guy who's like super into working now. And in his clip, like within the first sentence, he was like, oh, I'm 31. You know, it's hard to do this now. So I feel like he might be someone oh, who's... Immediately, yeah, okay, so he was a red flag for me because he immediately, he wasn't talking about Katie because you got to be there for the girl, right? Right. You got to be there to be engaged. You got to be there. You got to be ready to be married. The first thing he starts talking about when he gets his chance to be on camera is... This is this is the other thing that I want I wanted to go back about editing because I don't know if that's what people think about a lot with the show but like Mike immediately as soon as they show him now maybe this wasn't the first thing he said but the minute they show him he's talking about him playing baseball yeah. he's like I spent this years of my life playing baseball um I'm 31 nothing will stop me um I am always playing sports I am the ball master like that's how they cut it, and maybe maybe that's completely the editing team making me like, hey, he said baseball a lot. Put that in there. Make people think he's a douche because, like, that's that's what I wonder all the time when I'm watching this show. Like, is this person actually right. a jackass, or is the editing team just, like, so good at what they do, they just make them look like the villain from the small mistakes they made? Which, I mean, both happen, definitely. Yeah. And I can see, I can see Mike also being the kind of guy who – He's constantly picking on the other guys who are actually more mature than him simply because he's older. 
and being like, oh, well, she needs a real man and I'm 31 and, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be that man. And, you know, who was that dude on that one? Season? Was it Tasha's season where that guy was like, you are you are not mature. Here's a book about maturity. Uh, ah, yes. Bennett. When Bennett gave yeah. Noah that gift and Bennett was like, what it was like the. Oh, what it was, was like, it you like? don't have the core values of maturity. I don't see them in you. And, like, he talked like this with, like, his, like, his, like, lips, like, pressed together. And ironically, Bennett was lacking all of them, actually. Yeah, the dude, like, I just remember that because some, some artist I follow on Twitter made a really funny edit of, like, his voice line and then, like, of his face all scrunched up. And I was, I was very happy because I felt validated because I wasn't the only one that noticed that he talked like that. So, yeah, no, that he... I kind of get that vibe, but hopefully not as intense. Did you have any other red flags, though? Um, There was nobody that really, like like I said at the beginning, like there was really nobody that was a red flag for me personally. It was um more so like she was a red flag there for one thing she said Katie was. Cause she, was she was talking to Tasha uh, and the other lady. Mm -hmm. uh, Caitlin Bristow. Caitlin, yeah, Caitlin. And they were like, you know, what are you, you know, they're talking to her, kind of like the intro thing. And she's like talking about how, like, I need a guy that gets me. I need a guy that's open to be, you know, talking about sex and, and joking and be able to be themselves. And I'm like, I get that, you know, pursue what you're interested in. You have to be interested in what you're interested in. That's fine. But then she was like, she said something, something. If they can't talk about sex, they're not going to fit it in with my family. And I just kind of stopped for a second because, again, I thought, like, is this, did they edit that? Like, is, I try, I need to go back and watch it and see if there's a clip there because it just, it made it sound like they all, like, her family, I don't know. It was just weird. It's like a weird statement. It was very weird. And then, like, she was like, I'm a very sex positive, loud girl. Like, like okay, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, you're, you're, you're very open with that. Cool. But, like, when you, when you say the line, like, if you're not sex positive, you you're not, not going to fit family. in with my family. Like, what does your family do at Thanksgiving, lady? Oh, God. <laughs> so that was kind of my thing. But it, I think it was just, like, a me misunderstanding what she was saying more so than, like, oh, this girl is weird. I think it was just, like, me watching this for the first time. Like, why? I've not seen this before. So. Well, I hope with that, because I know why they're doing it. I know because she brought that vibrator on night one. That's the thing they're latching on to. But I worry it's going to This girl has into... sex. That's what the yeah. editors are like. This girl does stuff. We're ready Watch. for fantasy suite. Yeah, wa watch this. That's what they're like. The editor's like, hey, you ever heard of sex before? Yeah? Yeah, get in here. <laughs> but I am worried that it's going to turn into one of those things like with Colton season, because, you know, Colton was a virgin at the time, and that was what they talked about like every 10 seconds. And it's like, okay, we get it. Why? Because they were, that, was, that was their shtick. I don't know. Was it that big of a deal? Apparently. I mean, like... Yeah. I like I can't like I like I lost my virginity at, at like at, like at, like around high school, but like I mean like it, I feel like some people do, some people don't. Like, what's the big deal? I I really I I don't know. I'm not sure why they latched onto that, but it was like the thing. And in in fact, his like tagline was even like Colton, what's he got to lose or something like that. So I just hope it doesn't turn into one of those things where every ten seconds they're talking about how Katie's sex positive because that's definitely you know, a part of who she is, but, but it's, it's not, not all she is. Like she's very, she's very clearly someone who's very fun. She's very, it seemed that to me that she was very outgoing. She seemed very confident. So like, I hope definitely that's not how they continue to advertise her is like, Oh, you know, the girl with the vibrator, she's back, she's back at it again. It's crazy. Um, there was one guy 
I don't remember his name. Wait, no, I think it was Andrew. Lord, I called him Lord Covington the Third. Yes, the one that, that faked the British accent. Yeah, that rolled up in the Model T. He was like, he came out and he said, um, you know, it's it's a fake accent. I'm from Chicago, which cool. Yeah, awesome. You you might have some theater experience. If not, you should look into it. And it was smart because she'll remember it. But then he goes like, he goes like, it's kind of like an alter ego for me. And I was like, is this a, is he like a non self aware Gemini? Because if so, she needs to run. It, she needs to run. Yeah. It. Oh my God. Like if she, if he's not self aware, she needs to like, she needs to run. If that's the case. I did think it was really cute later with him though, how they were talking and then she started doing the fake British accent and then they did that little toast. Yeah, and that's the thing is like she she seems like really funny. She, she seems okay. like a really funny person, and I think it's gonna be really entertaining to watch her like react and and have like interactions with the guys as far as like playing off of their jokes and stuff. Because she's not just gonna be like ha ha ha. She's gonna like be able to go along with it. Because you saw that with some of the other guys that made dirty jokes too. Like she was on par. She was yeah, it was back it. and forth kind of thing. There was yeah. banter. Very mutual. It wasn't a lot of the jokes that might have fallen flat or awkward with certain people if they had been the Bachelorette. Like she just rolled with it, and she was very aware of how like the the filming process works. It was just very encouraging to the guys. It seemed like. Yeah. And I I I do think I like I do think I like Andrew. I think I like Lord Covington. Really. We will yes. I don't get any. We'll we'll see how it goes. It's night one. It's early, but I think I like him. So your biggest pick so far. Not my biggest pick. Okay, so who's that? Who would that be? Well, I really did like Greg because I, I thought he did you think his 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 humility and his nervousness was genuine because I did I, I thought it was I don't think it was an act I you think know, he was genuinely again it goes back to editing but I I felt that it was I felt that what we saw was like him being real you know and he brought that necklace that his niece made supposedly so I mean if he if he wouldn't crafted that in the two weeks he was in quarantine waiting to film like you know hats off to him but like it seemed like it was a legit story and how he built it up like oh you know i have this niece she's a bit older she makes like jewelry there's a long wait list but i you know and then he pulls out the macaroni yeah, necklace that yeah. that was cool how he did that i like him i also i'm kind of torn because connor b i the cat costume made me uncomfortable just a little bit because you know furries you think but he's a furry? I don't, I don't think so. But Connor is a furry confirmed. Everyone, oh my god! But I do because he he did that for a reason because she likes cats. It wasn't just him choosing some random costume. And I also tend to like the teachers on the show. He was the eighth grade math teacher, and I have like this like solidarity oh, with them. You know? Yeah, because you're a teacher. Yeah. You, you teach. Right? I teach. Yeah. That's why. That's why I liked Michelle so much on the last season because she was a teacher. And, you know, she's going to be the next Bachelorette now after Katie's season. I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I feel like Connor might be another good one. So the guy in the box. The guy in the box, that dude committed. Hey, I think he's genius because my thought process is I'm there. If I'm one of those dudes competing for the lady, I don't really want to talk to the other guys. Like, I really don't. Like, cool bromance, but I don't want to get there and chit-chat and small talk, especially on the first night when, like, half those guys could be gone in a blink of an eye because of drama or they just don't get a rose. Like, I think he was smart because he had to, he got to skip all that and look like an absolute Chad where she got him out of the box and it was cool. Like, I thought it was actually really cool. He was very confident and cool as he got out as well. I did have, like, secondhand anxiety, though, because how did he not have to pee? 
that whole time he was in the box. They, he's maybe a bottle. Maybe there was a bottle. In maybe there's a couple of bottles in that box, and we don't know. And some poor media person had to clean that out off cran off camera. The interns. The interns. The the bachelorette interns. That I I appreciate the commitment though. Because I mean that's that's saying something about the lengths he'll go to impress her for sure. Yeah, and you know it, it's just like what you were telling me. Like it's about making that first impression, right? Because that's that's a big deal, right? Yes. So she'll first remember that. First impression is a big deal. Yeah, especially on a night like that where everybody's competing. It seemed like it was really competitive. I did not realize how competitive the guys get trying to speak with the girl on the first night. Oh, they do. And honestly, honestly, this I feel like this first night was kind of tame. Really? Because usually there's more, like, I, I know some guys, like, try to grab her multiple times, and that causes drama. Some oh, that's, guys, that's it is annoying. Like, they're, they're, honestly, there they're, were it didn't seem like there were any arguments about, mm. you know, oh, no, I haven't had enough time yet. Like, give me, like, there it, there wasn't any of that. It was honestly pretty tame. Yeah. Wow, okay. Then the guy, okay, first off, I think it's dope that they're in New Mexico. I've been to New Mexico. I've not been to a lot of places, but I've been there. New Mexico, is, New Mexico is beautiful. I love that place. I thought that was so cool. But then the guy pulls up in the RV, and it's not your it's not your standard like van life Instagrammer YouTuber you know really good looking tan dude that like just makes YouTube videos of him and his dog exploring different beaches across the states. Like it was a grandpa's Benton freaking RV, freaking Grandpa Max pulling up, and then when she got in there. It was, nasty. it was nasty. And he starts, the funniest thing, the where I fell out was when he like bit into the celery mid-conversation. The, the vegetables. Okay, if you are going to try to woo a woman, why would you bring her a plastic container of vegetables? Yeah, he didn't even set it out. He didn't even, he didn't even yeah. make it pretty on a plate. You could have had chocolate. You could have had straw. There, there are so many other romantic foods you could have chosen, but you chose vegetables. Yeah. And, and iced tea. Wait, there was, tea in there there? was iced tea. He said there was iced tea. You got a you got an open bar back in the mansion, Probably. and you're gonna take me over here to have some vegetables and iced tea. Probably just a bottle of Milo's he got on the way in. Like if he actually if he actually drove that thing from Jersey to New Mexico, big respect. Because I don't know how that thing made it that far. And he didn't even fully clean up in there. He still had to throw things off the couch, and he was yeah. like, "Oh, this is the cleanest you're ever gonna see it." When he said that, I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" Like I get it. I you know I'm a messy person. I'm not the best at cleaning the house. I'm not the best at cleaning my spaces. I'm not the best at cleaning the bathroom, but I try. And I know that especially if you're trying to impress somebody, it needs to be as clean as possible. And then he say, he has the nerve to say to her, this is the cleanest you're ever going to see it, babe. This is a this is RV life right here. Like, there's there's two different times where I reference Hot Rod in this, but like this it reminded me of the jerk boyfriend from Hot Rod. Or he's like, hey, babe, you know, trust me, that, that raccoon would have not stopped for us. Like, one of those, like, kind of, like, dicks. Like, dude, like, maybe he's maybe he's a really nice person. Maybe that's actually not his van, and it was just a bit for the show. Who knows? But if it is, dude, don't do that ever again. He was one where as soon as we saw that interaction, I knew he was going home. Yeah, I no, knew it was over. I, I knew as soon as he bit to the celery mid-conversation, because, like, what... Aren't you kind of like trying to like woo her? Like, isn't that the premise? And he's just like, yeah, I got, yeah, I, yeah, I, I live in this van. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a job. I just, I live in the van. I, <laughs> I bought you vegetables at the, at the gas station. <laughs> it's awful. What did you think of Michael who had the four-year-old son? 
Okay, so... And also the dog named Tommy. I... I have jokes about this. I don't know if this is gonna if this is gonna land with this audience, but so Tommy, he seems cool, and he mentions his his dog. Right? It's a good it's a good like the talk trying to talk to a girl, bringing up dogs is a good idea. A lot of girls like dogs. It's a very good idea. But then he goes like into like well you know she start she calls it her fur she calls her cat her fur baby. Then he goes well I have. Basically, he said he didn't say this, but he basically goes, "I have an actual baby," and I was like, "What a, what a weird transition! What a strange!" Like, also, first off, congrats on being a father. That's awesome. That's a huge responsibility and a huge honor. That's great. But the way that he transitioned it, I was like, "So she's talking about her fur baby, fur fur baby," and you just go straight to, "Yeah, I also I have what's called a skin baby, a real baby that is real from me. I helped make it. It is mine." Like, awesome, but it was just, like, a really weird, like, way to, to put that in there. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's not how I would have done it. Well, and I'm also, I'm, you know, honestly surprised that the kid's name wasn't Tommy, too. Like, he was like, hey, you got a cat named Tommy? Look at my dog. No, also named Tommy. My skin baby? The third Tommy. <laughs> my skin baby? I legally changed his name to Tommy before I got here. I have the papers with me. Here they are. These are for you. I signed them. Like... That's the kind of energy I felt from that conversation. Maybe we're looking too into it, but like it, it's it's Michael A, right? Michael A. Yeah, as in Michael, like A. Remember, I have a kid. Please don't let my child down. All right, cool. Moving on. I definitely think also when Katie comes out to get the first impression rose, and she grabs it and she leaves the room. You like they flashed to Michael's face and they, they showed this look on his face and maybe it wasn't what he was thinking, but I feel like he fully expected to get that first impression rose after sharing that he had a kid that he left for two months to be with her. That's so typical. I, I don't want to go into it. That's that's so typical. That's so typical. That's so typical. Like, hey, I got a kid. You you wanna you wanna get out of here? Like <laughs> I take care of things that are weaker than me. Isn't that attractive? <laughs> that's the kind of vibe I got. That's the kind of vibe I got from that individual. Connor B. the Catman also looked really hurt in that moment when he realized he wasn't getting the first impression, Rose. Like, he looked like well, someone had come home and told him his parents were getting divorced. That's, that, yeah, I think you're right, but also kind of put yourself in his shoes. Like, he wore that cat suit the entire night. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not blaming him for that. I, you know, I, I understand feeling, you know, upset in that scenario. It was just, it was interesting because they definitely made sure to show his face in that. Yeah, it was funny. But, like, again, like, my thing is, like, think about, like, he committed to that bit the whole time. And it wasn't, it was weird, but it wasn't cringy, in my opinion. It was weird for sure. Like, no doubt weird. But not cringy as in, like, get this guy out of here. He needs to be off the show. Because, like, he and the box guy upset the room multiple times. Like, the guys did not know how to fathom the, the cat suit especially. They were like, oh, I, I, I would never wear a cat suit. I'm a man, and I'm going to show up in a suit, and I'm going to tell her that I want to I wanna have children and, may, and ha her have her bear my seed. I would never, ever put on a cat suit. I'm a man, dang it. I'm going to be strong for her. Which was especially funny because every season there's someone that shows up in a costume. Not, it's not like it was the first time that ever happened. So if they had any knowledge of the show, they should have expected 
someone showing up in some kind of costume. Yeah, but it was, yeah, and then they, they would talk about the box guy too, like, oh, box guy, box, box guy, the box guy. Like, dude, shut up. Like, are you that insecure about your confidence and what you're able to provide for, like, to get her attention? If so, you shouldn't be here. We had three kisses that we saw. I, I think they would have shown them all. We had three kisses. The first one was Justin, the artist who painted that little heart made out of roses. Oh, yeah, the one that was like, I'm good with my hands. You know what I'm saying? Hey, how you doing? He was very confident in his approach because he was like, let me just move this decorative pillow. And then he just went for it. Like he just, but Katie didn't seem to mind. No, no. I feel like that's probably something she appreciates. She, she, I think she said it too. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she wants somebody who is going to show confidence and in a situation like that where she's she's a, she feels safe to be approached like that and she welcomes that, then she's going to appreciate that. And I feel like that just helps them more in the long run with de developing a deeper relationship with her. So We also saw Connor be the cat man. They kissed when they had their one-on-one -on -one time. Yeah. Which that didn't surprise me. When we saw him come out of the limo, we saw how much she liked the cat costume. I thought that would probably happen. It was. I was actually surprised with how well it landed, and I was honestly surprised when they kissed while he was still in the suit. That was it. At least he had taken... Well, no, because I think they kissed, and then he took the hat off. So I think he was, like, fully costumed when they first started kissing. He was, with the face paint and everything. Interesting. Interesting. And then we had Greg, of course, after he got the first impression rose. Um... Yeah. And that was just, I, I really do like him. I like his vibe. And I think she does too. If, if Greg is genuine and really is like who he, who he says he is, like we'll see how the rest of the season goes out. But I think it was a good call on her part to give him the rose because he was really nervous. He was really kind of scared, but still trying to be confident. Um, and she gave that to him as like kind of like a gesture of like, hey, you've got this. Let, I want to see more from you. So it was an encouraging thing to him. And I think if anybody, from what we saw from the editors, what we saw on film, like, I think he was one of probably the most deserving that night. Like, what do you think? I agree. I agree. I, and I, I, hmm. I could have seen it also going to Catman. I could have seen it going to Trey because she really liked the ball pit. But, but I think, right, they already they had were, confidence. Especially I'm, Trey. So I'm Trey agreeing is with all you. Confident. Yes, he is. So, yeah, I, I agree with you that, uh, you know, of those that she seemed to really connect with, Greg definitely needed that boost the most. Yeah, yeah, because it'll probably help him further on, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We get to the rose ceremony. Um, honestly, I'm surprised James has stayed out of the box for as long as he have. I'm surprised that he doesn't show up at the rose ceremony back in, in the box. box. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you try, try not to give me a rose. You can't, you can't push me out of here single-handedly. I'm staying. Like, I'm, I'm just going to be in this box when you wake up tomorrow morning. Hey, everybody didn't get a rose tonight. Get in the box. We're going to be in here. We're going to, we got a bunch, I got a bunch of PB&Js. I got some Uncrustables in here. We're going to be fine. We're going to we'll stay here all night. It's going to be all right. Yeah, we get to the rose ceremony. And um, I, I think this is the first season that I've seen where I would have done just what Katie did like there was no one she kept that I thought mm, I wish she'd let him go there was no one that she let go that I thought oh, he would have been really good I wish she'd kept him like I really agreed with all of the decisions she made that night there was that poor guy like from the get-go his like one-off testimonial was I can't get any time with her I can't 
I, how am I supposed to do this? Oh, yeah. I think that was Hunter. Yeah, the whole time. He's just like talking to the camera like, I've still not gotten any. I'm still not gotten any time with her. I've not been able to talk to her the whole night. <laughs> and then it gets to the end. He was nervous. He was, he was uncomfortable. I felt so bad for him. But like he clearly was singled out because like from the get go, he was like just not able to get anywhere. <laughs> Poor guy. I think I liked everyone that she kept. You know, we had we had Trey with the ball pit, Michael, um, Thomas, and Garrett. I'm curious to see more from because he looks a lot like if you've seen previous seasons, Garrett Y from Becca's season, who we all know how that went. Um, yeah, of course, we all everyone here knows. Exactly <laughs> but he looks a lot like him, and you know, typically the name Garrett for some reason, the Garretts that come on The Bachelor just don't just don't do well they're just not good guys so i'm interested to see more about him but the guy that had like the some of the most confidence the hug boy oh my gosh that made me so uncomfortable who gabriel that made me so uncomfortable and i I don't think she it didn't seem like it bothered her but he you know he hugged her like i have a special hug that i'm going to show you so i have a theory special hug i have a theory he was one of those kids in high school that's like where's my hug but then, like, he hit, like, one of those growth spurts and just got mega sexy. He started working out. He watched some Alpha M. He watched some He watched some stuff to encourage him. And he's like, you know what? I can just get the hug. I don't have to ask for it anymore. I'm just going to say, I'm going to show you my favorite kind of hug. And then they, like, held it and breathed together. I, I would have filed a suit right there if I was hugged like that by someone I did not know. He also, he looked like, he looked like a pretty boy, you know? Like Edward Cullen. Edward Cullen. That's, yeah, yeah, I think Fletcher said the Walmart version of Edward Walmart Cullen. Walmart Edward Cullen. Still a good looking dude, but like Walmart Edward Cullen. Walmart Edward Cullen. It makes Did me, he? It makes I me didn't happy. write his name down. I don't think she kept him. It makes me happy that you winced when I said still a good looking dude because that like makes me feel. I don't think he was good looking. I really don't. So do you want to start getting to final thoughts? Yeah. What are some of your final thoughts? Well, everything seemed fine. Is this how it always is with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, where everything seems fine? You know, obviously there's going to be competition. Obviously there's going to be dates that go crazy. They do group dates and stuff like that, right? Yeah, they'll do stuff like that. But then you have that ending, and it's like, wow, she kind of didn't pick anybody too crazy. There's really nobody, like, way out there that's going to cause a ton of drama, it seems like. And then you have, like, the ending, like, like here's a glimpse at this season. And I, like, I would lost my mind. Because, like, there's, there's, like, scenes where people just get up and walk out of the testimonials. Which is like becoming more and more of a thing on 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 yeah. TV shows like this, which it's it's kind of always been a thing, but it's being more I think more seen now because people either just don't want to put up with it or they know this is going to be clipped and go on the internet. I'm going to get fame from it. I don't really need this show or this person. I'm trying to get my bag. Like it just I I was shocked. Like is it always like that? Do they make it that dramatic there at the end? Yeah, they always make the previews that dramatic, and a and a lot of the t- you know sometimes. Um, you know, like Colton jumping the fence when Cassie left, that that actually happened. Obviously, that wasn't the the producers manipulating that. But sometimes, when you get to that scene, it's completely different than what oh. it showed on the preview. Like it's nothing, nothing like what it looked like it was going to be. So that goes back to the editors just like being gods yes. In the, in the editing bag. Sometimes it's actually happening. Sometimes the editors are just yeah. They just they they know exactly how to make it look like it to get you to come watch the next episode. Okay, okay. One thing I'm excited for is Blake Moynes showing up. That's the guy that like Was just that showed the up. With the really round face. Yes. Yeah. So he's definitely pulling a Heather. 
like Heather showed up on Matt's season last time. Obviously, Matt didn't keep her. Um, Who's Heather? Heather was, she had really long blonde hair. She showed up, like, towards the end of Matt's season because she was friends with Hannah Brown. And she was all like, Hannah said we would be perfect together. Well, if Hannah said you're going to be perfect together, why did she not set you up before you came on this show? Like, you just want to yeah. be on TV. Anyway, I'm interested to see how that goes with Blake. I liked him all right on Claire slash Tasha's season. All right. Um, so I'm just curious to see how that goes with Katie and... So if we if we could get if we get editor if you can if you can put up a picture of of that guy round face dude and just any any of the guys that were on this past episode, I don't think that he can compete with these dudes. Are you talking like physically? Physically, like, yeah, he definitely is a different like, kind of vibe physically. Dude, looks like me, like he's like like him like a, like 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 I'm not a, I'm not a TV face. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a Twitch. I'm a YouTube. I'm a TikTok face. I'm I'm there to make you laugh. And you to subscribe, and hopefully I can do it full time someday. But the again, Cash App, LinkedIn notes. <laughs> not a plug for my content, um, but you know that's that's the kind of like I'm trying. I'm not trying to like put myself down. I'm trying to say like if I'm if I'm that dude and I'm looking at myself, and I'm looking at the other dudes, I'm like, hey, this is a long shot. Like this is a long shot. I've got to win this based off of personality alone. Like there's no way. I'm sorry. Like there's just no way. He doesn't. He doesn't add up. What do you think? I mean, I, th I think if we're rating the guys, I would say he's somewhere in the middle because there were definitely some she kept that I thought seemed nice, but I didn't think were that attractive. All of them looked the same to me. I'm going to be honest. Like, they all looked the same. They all look like they're some sort of, like, model for some sort of uh, Instagram brand for pants that always fit perfectly no matter what size you are. Like, some ad that's going to... Yeah, or so they say. Then you buy them and they don't fit at all. Like, that's not any kind of shade by it. any company, by the way. Don't worry about that but <laughs> i'm sorry but like all those dudes look so similar to me like they all had a very similar like she said at the beginning none of the guys i've dated have looked the same but they kind of did like they had very similar build very similar hairstyles in my opinion the guys that looked the most drastically different she didn't end up picking remember remember um what's his face from boy meets world haircut guy Sean, Sean. Uh, the guy you were talking about, the guy that had the hair that was like this, yeah, like it all the. Like he was in freaking oh. Romance cover I, hate, I hated how his hair was. We didn't even hear from him. We don't even know who he was. No, because he ended up going home. Yeah, we don't. We never even got. So he wasn't. Him. No, don't even know him. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know. We'll see how we'll see how she. She didn't seem upset that at least in the preview that we saw, she didn't seem upset that Blake just showed up. We also don't know at what point in the process this was like is this next week or is the this in five weeks mad. the guy oh definitely oh, and i really i would be mad too if i were them like i i've gone through all of this and now there's this other guy who's not been here who's and not done all these group fast. dates yeah especially like post pandemic mid pandemic kind of stuff like you can just be here like what the heck yeah I think that'll, I think that'll cause some drama. definitely yeah Maybe maybe this is going to be just a low drama season and the editors just really busted their butt to make it look like in all the recaps or the, the look ahead kind of things. But I, I think we're in for kind of like Tasha. from what I saw in the episodes when I would when I would walk out of the studio and sit down with you like it would always seem like they were there was drama. They were having fun. There was stuff going on, but they always seemed like she was level headed. Mm -hmm. And the hardest thing was just her picking who she's going to spend the rest of her life with. Like, that was the hardest thing, which makes sense because that's what the show ultimately should be about, is essentially. 
obviously it's all about the drama and the views and the ratings but for for the contestants like it's about finding that love and, and Tasha seemed very level-headed i i feel like we're probably in for another one like that we're very level level-headed it's gonna be enjoyable well we'll see maybe i'm just gonna hate this from here on out who knows but yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think Katie will be very level-headed. I'm so excited for her. I'm so excited to have Caitlin and Tasha hosting. It should be a good season. Yeah, I love the fact that they have two former, like, bachelorettes. Because she, the other girl was a bachelorette, right? Yeah. And not just, like, some random celebrity, like, having, like, Ryan Seacrest or, like, freaking Ninja Fortnite Tyler Blevins coming up and be like, Hey, welcome to the bachelorette. <laughs> well, things are going to be crazy. Like... That would I would have just been awful. That would have been terrible. Which I really, in my opinion, I feel like they should always have that. And and I feel like there's a lot to be said for, you know, women being with Katie, men being with whoever the next Bachelor is. Because, I mean, how awkward would it have been? You, you can't fully, she couldn't have fully been herself and talked through her feelings with Chris Harrison. No, I wouldn't have felt like I could do that with, like, let's say, like, it was a female host. Like, I would feel like I could be comfortable and express myself with her. But, like, just having someone who's been through what i've been through that knows where i'm coming from more is going to be just more beneficial for me so but even if it was just like a former female contestant i feel like it would have helped more than just some random host even even though like oh hey he's the guy that started it i don't care the pre the people that have been through it are the ones that i'm going to like glean the most wisdom from and feel like I've, i feel like i fit in the most with is that is you feel like that's fair okay yeah, I'm excited for the season. I can't wait to indoctrinate him and make him love Bachelor Nation, I'm too. Gonna, I'm going to hate it. I'm going to hate every minute of it. But, hey, uh, thank you so much if you made it this far through the podcast. We're very excited to be doing this. Uh, this first episode was kind of scuffed. We apologize for that. But we're going to make it better as it goes forward. Um, Bailey came to me with this idea a couple of months ago. Um, and I, I just wanted to support her and use all of my, my editing ideas and, and streaming ideas to, to benefit her idea. Cause I thought this would be fun. It's plus something we could do to spend time together. So tell, uh, tell everybody where they can follow us at babe. Well, you can find us at all rose, no thorns pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to like share, um, and subscribe to our content. And I think we should also be up on Spotify and iTunes as soon as this goes out and um but yeah my personal stuff is panhammer 64 on twitch youtube tiktok twitter um bailey is better books and health yes books and better health on books, instagram sorry books You're and good. better health i'm a terrible person for remembering that incorrectly but we appreciate you listening if you made it this far please tell us what you thought about the show be that either through dms comments or by sharing the episode with friends family and loved ones or other members of bachelor nation but have yourself a dang good one. We'll see you, later. We'll see you next week. Yeah, absolutely. Bye now. Bye.